Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Karen Conti is our legal eagle. Karen, I heard you bring this up on Bob Surratt's show one morning. I almost drove off the road. I'm like, oh! She believes or knows something about it, too, because people don't like to talk about it because other people go, oh, that's crazy. No, and I, when I talk about it, people do say that. You know, they think I'm a conspiracy theorist and, oh, well, we, we're surrounded by bodies of water and therefore it's just normal to find all these men, you know, in the water. But if you look at the numbers and you look at the similarities of how they disappeared, there's some pattern here that is really alarming. And again, you can count the different numbers different ways, but I'm counting about a little bit more than a year and a half period of time. There have been 14 men found in the Chicago River or in Lake Michigan. They're usually in their 20s. They're either in college or they've just graduated. They're white males. Um, Since I did my show on February 5th where I discussed this, there have been three more, one in Bridgeport in the Chicago River, one in the lake, um, a 24-year-old, sorry, Chicago River 24-year-old, that was last week, and uh, a young man in DeKalb um, who was coming out of a liquor store last scene and was found in the Kishwaukee River. So, you know, I, it sounds to me like it's ramping up, and it's, it's really on a pattern of about every, I would say, 10 to 14 days we're seeing a new body. And Karen, here's the deal. These people are not just going to go to the edge of they're not. I just don't see them jumping in, especially in water in in winter. And when I Googled this, if you go back, I Googled it and it said Wednesday, February 27th, 2013, ABC 7 in Chicago, mysterious drownings. The I-team exposes deadly pattern. It's been going on for years and we feel like nobody's making a connection. And, you know, there there has been a book written about water murders. And the, the upshot of it is that when you find a body in the water, the police assume one of two things. One, it's a suicide, or two, it was an accidental drowning. Either they tripped and fell and drowned, or they were too drunk and they fell in and tripped and, and, and drowned. And you know, to some extent, that makes sense, and maybe that's why the coroners kind of overlook maybe what might be some sort of injection of some kind of drug uh, from a bar or some sort of ingestion of some sort of, um, you know, tranquilizer. But, you know, you just, it doesn't, it defies logic that someone is so drunk when they stumble out of a river north bar, but somehow they make it two miles to the, the river or to Lake Michigan fall in, don't wake up, it doesn't, you know, the cold water doesn't wake them up, and they drown even though they know how to swim. So that just doesn't make sense. Karen, uh, I don't know much about crime fighting, but I read crime novels, and they always call in the ME to look for uh, possible signs of trauma, right? And are you saying that they're just not looking here? Because it seems as if if there's some sort of struggle that that would show up on the victims. Well, we're not getting the news, and that's another thing, because I went back before I did the show, and I went back to the news um, reports of all of these young men, and I believe out of the 14 or so, about seven or eight of them, the cause of death was inconclusive. So I'm not even sure what that means. You know, usually if it's drowning, there's water in the lungs. We know that was the cause of death. That's not a hard thing to determine, to my understanding. But if it's ethanol, what does that mean? Someone overdrank, someone poisoned you, someone injected you, um, someone hit their head. It just, 
You're right. Uh, You think the ME does a good job and that we have a very good coroner here in Cook County, but maybe they're overlooking it because there's just a presumption that when you're in the water, you drowned or fell in accidentally. Karen Conti is talking to us about what a lot of people believe to be true. There's a serial killer in Chicago. The question is, is there a serial killer in Chicago? I want to take a quick call from David. David, we just have like 30 seconds. What did you want to say about this? How you doing? My name is Dave. Obviously, uh, I'm a paramedic uh, in the suburbs. But um, my my buddy, he's a CE, and uh, and um, he's a what you call it. And uh, he basically believes that there is a serial killer in Chicago, and he's seen multiple um, patterns. And that's what I have to say. And that's why I'm going to speak for him for that one. Yeah, um, and, and they're people... not they're not going to they're not going to go out and say it because. They're so um, they're 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 short and they're they they just can't right now. So I'm saying it for them. Okay, thank you. So he's saying his buddy yep. works for CPD. So Karen, what do you what do you hear when you talk to other lawyers in town? Are you talk to anybody within the police department or the medical medical examiner's office? Does have you c- conversed with any of these people about it? No, but I have talked to uh, there's there are two police retired uh, NYPDs who back t- 20 years ago started investigating. You talked about the lacrosse uh, boys that were found in the water, and there are almost 680 un like like mysterious deaths over a 25 year period in, in various waterways in 11 states. And this uh, these two gentlemen, along with a sociologist and a crime pro- professor study this and they call them the smiley face killers because in many of the cases there was a smiley face graffiti near where the body was found next to the water and again you know whether that's connected or not there's some idea that there's some kind of ritualistic murder that is going on it's probably not one person it's probably a group of people the motive no one understands if it's a gang initiation or some sort of ritualistic type of thing but there is certainly something there are people who believe that this is going on all over the country yeah somebody just said my next door neighbor's son was found in lake michigan after leaving a near north bar in july of 2013 age mid-20s a student somebody else said young men leaving bars drinking and walking maybe someone pulls over offers to give them a ride young women know better than to get in but guys feel pretty you know pretty strong and like okay yeah perhaps and so it, it's an. And, and, and the other thing, Lisa, is that sometimes there is a time gap. So the cause, the time of death is determined to be a certain time, but the, when they went missing might have been five days before that. So there's this idea that maybe there's a time period where, what is there, torture going on? Are they being abducted? You know, so that's another kind of alarming element of some of this. Will you come back and talk more about this? Absolutely. I think that people want to talk about it based on the amount of phone calls we're getting and the text messages. I think that we should do a weekly hit on the radio and and stay up to date on what is happening and force someone to at least look at it. Because at this point, people just talk about it. But as you know, Karen, in the past, the serial killers, although they are very rare, it takes years, sometimes 20, 30 years for them to be discovered. Right. And now's the time to do the forensics. Now's the time to focus on it before the bodies are buried, and then, we'll, then we may never know. Thank you so much for joining us, Karen. All right. Take care, Lisa.